Welcome in to another edition of Sweet Tea Fantasy, hosted by your good old buddies Tuck and Thurston. Now this is the uh, show where Thurston and me pick us a fantasy football league to follow all season long, and without bias and without remorse, berate it and its owners mercilessly. And this year's target is the Skywalker Dynasty League in good old Camelsville, Kentucky. So how you doing, my good old pal Thurston? Well, I got to say, I've probably been doing better some other times, but I ain't doing too awful bad. Don't you reckon these folk has heard this beginning intro enough time? <laughs> Maybe you just kind of wasting your time saying it over and over again. You never know when we're going to get a new listener. We get all gobs of new listeners every week, Thurston. You wouldn't believe it. I actually would. I got something to say about that a bit later, but not yet. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, so everybody who heard our show last week agrees that it was by far the best one we have ever done. Unfortunately, I agree to it. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, that list includes includes me, you, Thurston, and our producer Teddy, because what we had was a top notch producer, but it turns out we just have a bottom notch producer who don't know how to hit the record button. He's really got one job, and he didn't even do that. So I, I don't reckon he's got the one job no more. Well, we're keeping him around for now, but two or three more instances like this where we record a podcast and it don't get out to the world, then we might give him a warning. So, but yeah, uh, You say so. You're awful forgiving feller. <laughs> Well, f- fortunately for y'all listening at home, Teddy's a mute and he can't defend himself. You know, the worst the thing people hate most in the world is when the producers get on the microphone and they start talking. They's not the stars of the show. Me and you is. That's the right. what people want to hear. We don't want to hear about Teddy and his excuses. That's all he's got. But, you know, we're just going to put our heads down and soldier on like the good podcasters we are. Uh so the the first thing I want to do is start with my monologue we did last week, and you just pretend like you ain't never heard it before. I guess. I'm going to come over here and nod off a few minutes. You let me know when you're done. <laughs> okay, well, uh, now this may be surprising to hear, Thurston. And remember, Thurston, you ain't never heard this before. But uh, there has been a bit of a controversy, or as they say in Britain, a controversy, in the uh, in the Sweet Tea universe. And I think it just has to be addressed. So, last week, which was really two weeks ago, uh, during our critically acclaimed and beautifully well-crafted masterpiece of an episode that was our previous best episode before last week's Beat It. Uh, so, our first award was the uh, Chalupa Batman Award, where we named right. the Pip Pop the Pipply Doos, the worst team name in this league. Right, uh, right. Beating out the favorite, you know, the team name we can't even say on the podcast. That's how bad it is. Uh, now, the uh, crux of this argument will surround how I hate this name, and it kills me a little every time I say it correctly, which, as we all knew, know, I do every time. Uh, but I guess the owner of this team, uh, Mr. Dylan Zinger, which I'm pretty sure is the heir of the Zinger Snack Cake Fortune, he kind of zeroed in on one little comment your old pal Tuck over here made, which was basically... I don't think Drake and Josh is even a sitcom. Now, now we all know I'm a very reliable narrator. 
who says correct things all the time and is pretty much as undisputable as the Pope is. But he argued and he argued and he argued that Drake and Josh is in fact a sitcom. And let me say this. I ain't never even seen the dang show. And I never will. But by gum, if he wasn't right that Wikipedia does in fact say it's a sitcom. Now who am I to say what Wikipedia's wrong? I mean there's one thing in this world that everybody knows. The thing me, the Pope, and Wikipedia is infallible, as they say. Uh, the big difference between all three of us is I'm the only one big enough to admit when I make mistakes. So as an apology, Mr. Zinger, the great-great-grandson of the creator of the Raspberry Coconut Twinkie, here's a list of Drake and Josh references that I implore him to change his name to. So you ready for this? Uh, I, I reckon. Let's hear it. So, and remind you, I ain't never seen the show, and I just Googled these. <laughs> Uh, so I got Kenyon Drake and Josh Gordon. Didn't have to Google that one. That one's pretty now good. That, that, that's a beauty. <laughs> so the rest of these I Googled because they're all references, I guess, to Drake and Josh. So uh, the next one's Hug, brother. Uh, the Waff now, Cake. What we you got to say it like that? You got to say brother? According to a meme I saw, that's that's how they spelled it, so I All assume right. so. Uh, I don't really remember what this one. Title repeat for what? emphasis. Okay. We're going to move on. E means extra fuel. The fancy cats. The coolest of the coolest. The theater thugs. Don't mess with Crazy Steve. We found a way. Uh, and you're going to like this one, Thurston. Don't sweeten my tea. Oh, well. Uh, Schneider's Bakery. And one of the main characters' name is Drake Parker. So it says on Google. So how about Devante Kenyon Drake Parker? <laughs> So, That's a Miami Dolphin fan if I ever heard of it. <laughs> well, I hope he is. Because I've done two different <laughs> Miami Dolphin ones. So, um, now, so hey, that, are, are you done with your list? I got something to say. I wish you would start talking, person. Well, I actually, I, I wasn't much listening to what you saying. But in my spare time this last week, I actually have collected a list of references from this supposed sitcom that I feel like he can change his name to speaking of happy accidents. Oh, well that it'd be more effective if we didn't uh, do a show last week and right. So right now I'll just start up and now hear me. I wasn't listening to a word you said. So let's see what happens here. My don't tell me what to do. All right. My second one is emphasis. My, 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 my next second one was fancy that cat. <laughs> my next one was banana beaten. And then my personal favorite was stash power. I didn't try to get cute with the Kenyon Drake references. Right. 
Well, we all can't be cute. But I, I do like your list, though. And we we didn't have too much uh, crossover there, which is surprising. Not any I could remember. Because you did not off. So that is a little bit surprising. So, right. um, so I would just like to tell the owner of the Pit Pop to Biddly Pops, you know, that wasn't so hard, was it? And I'll answer the question myself. No, it was not. Because I repeat again, for emphasis, that I have never watched that show, and nor will I ever watch that show. And this literally took me, did it take you about five minutes on the Google machine? Took me about all week of hard sweat and labor. <laughs> well, as we established in the uh, the award show, it, it, it does take you a little longer to come up with these naming segments <laughs> than it does me, apparently. So... But uh, so there, Mr. Zinger, the king of the coconut snack cake. I do admit that it is a sitcom, despite never watching, and I never will. But you got to change your name for your good old pal Tuck. He's pit put, he's pit pop the diddly dying over here. So I I just did an awful lot of talking, Thurston. So uh, why don't you hit us up with one of those hilariously accurate commercials we all love so much? Well, now that I've done got all disorganized, let me explain <laughs> something to you. I didn't actually, I didn't tell you this earlier, Tuck. I failed in my endeavors of trying to find us a nice, awesome sponsor for this here podcast. But then, here we go, we made some money. Anyhow, when I was walking home one night, this one feller come out and stopped me, and here's what he had to say, okay? <laughs> uh uh, let me see. Well, he he gave me money to tell it. Okay, so we're gonna okay. have to tell that's it. All, this is our. That's huh? the only requirement. Right. Uh. All right. Uh, this guy, his name was a Scoochus. Okay, he says he's been missing for about the last twenty-two years, seven months, eighteen days, and three hours. Now that's we've added a little bit since I talked to him. <laughs> But he wanted me to look for his brother. His name was Fails, okay? Because Scooches is looking for Fails because Scooches has been gone for about 22 years. Um, He says that his brother Fails used to be married to this woman named Tina. Uh, Scooches is wanting to know from his brother if, if he's still married to Tina or not. Because if not, he wants to marry him for himself, okay? Um, he also is wanting to know if their mall's passed over yet. He's wanting to know how that went. So that's all. Uh, Fails, if you're listening, uh, your old brother Scooches, who's been missing these 22 odd years, uh, he's staying in Colesburg, Arkansas. He is staying at the Arsenic and Old Lace Bed and Breakfast Inn. So you need to go see him. He's back. He ain't dead. He's looking for you. So, did you answer him about the mall, or does he want to just hear from? Does he just want to hear from Fails on that question too? No, he he wants to hear from <laughs> Fails. The thing is, he knows how important and how serious we are, and how many people are podcast. So he recognized me on the street. He said, "I know that Thurston." So he come up and he said, "Look, I'll give you this big old wad of cash. I'll give you that <laughs> number a little bit later, Tuck." And he said, "If you'll mention all this." Then we'll, you know, you get it, and maybe Fails will hear and come see his brother and talk about Tina and see who's going to get married to who and see how mama died if she died. 
I I think I misheard <laughs> what you said. I didn't know you were talking. I thought you said something about a mall, but you said is mall. It's mall. It's mall. Okay. <laughs> I thought. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought he asked if the mall had gotten. <laughs> well, no, that's just silly. He want, he's been gone twenty two years, and they wanted he wanted to know if his mall's still all right. Maybe he couldn't find her. I thought he said, "Is the mall, if, if the mall was still around?" <laughs> but okay, so that's that makes more sense. So, fails if you're out there. Uh, man, he thinks just contact head up to Arkansas wherever it was. I told the you the arsenic and arsenic old lace bed and breakfast lace. inn. Bed and, it's a bed and breakfast, me. and it's an inn. You heard me. <laughs> So it's I, a real place. Look it up. I'm telling you. If I cared where the money came from that we get for this podcast, I'd be wondering how a guy's been missing for 22 years just had a big old wad of cash, uh, which you will disclose to me later. Uh, but fortunately, I don't care. We got the money. That's all that matters. Fails. There you go. go. Talk to your brother. Scooches. Right. <laughs> okay. About Tina. <laughs> all right. So that was. Uh, that's a new kind of sponsor we got there. But right. uh so how you wanna do the uh the old team matchup? Are we gonna just do this last week's matchup? So you're just gonna talk about each team's last two weeks? No, um, well I ain't repeating everything I said last week. They can just go back and pretend like they could listen to it as if they could. But I'll I'll talk about this week. Okay. That's more than fine. You know, we already did our best work last week, so that was pretty great. I'm not sure we're going to beat it again. I'm not sure I'm going to hit that two-hour threshold this week either. A little, little tard. You never know with us, Thurston. We just keep getting longer and longer episodes. Seems that way, and we're off to a real booming start this week, too. Uh, we're going to start our game rewinds with the friend zone, doing some battle with the domain master. Uh Friend Zone wins this one. I'll go ahead and let you know. It's 11095. That's a pretty poorly played game if you hear them scores. Domain Master, I got to tell you, I'm about tired and sick and tired of making fun of this poor soul. I mean, it's pretty clear he's out of his depth. He don't know what he's doing. He's like a beached whale who cannot breathe because he's got a golf ball stuck in his blowhole. There's your sitcom reference. <laughs> Uh, that is the domain master. He's fading fast. I feel like of all the teams currently in position for the playoffs, he's the team that's going to die. And I, I don't think he's going to make it in. Uh, friend zone, uh, I think the strength of this feller's team is his running backs. And ain't too many folk can be saying that. They score for him pretty well. Um. Plus, he's got a starting quarterback who's actually a fourth-string quarterback who's actually a little better than Joe Our Case Keenum, Blake Bortles, and I think I just named every other quarterback on this fellow's team, so I'm going to stop talking about it. <laughs> okay, well, that was a pretty boring matchup, so why don't we just move on? I don't <laughs> got nothing to add to that. <laughs> well, Y'all should score more points, as, as what I heard. They should, and the next team we're going to look at 
Where am I at? We might as well go ahead and get our other name list out the way. You want to do that? Oh, sure. Let's do that. So, so it's a, it's officially time for our segment. Change your dang team name. What in the world are you doing? Uh, and this week, our sitcom's going to be just the shows of the 70s. We're, we're doing a whole decade's worth here. Whole decade. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and for all you new people... We got to, I don't know, we ain't going to explain that again. Just <laughs> just go over your list. <laughs> all right, so these are all shows from the 70s. And as you know, uh, the Korean War happened in the 70s. So MASH is all about that. I got a show called, or a, a title called Five O'Clock Thomas. There's an iconic episode called Five O'Clock Charlie. Anyway, you go watch it if you want to. I didn't much care for it. But five o'clock Thomas is because Michael Thomas is pretty much the only feller that this feller's got who scores regular. Um, And that actually taking the Charlie out of the real show name leads me right into my number two, which is Where's Chuck? Which is a reference not only to MASH, but also to Happy Days, which had the mysterious older brother who disappeared a little bit like Scooches. Um. Number three is Potsy's teeth. If you ain't seen his teeth, they are unhumanly white. It ain't normal. <laughs> this is something you got to pay attention to. Still talking happy days on this next one. I got sit on it. Or you could even add sit on it, Ralph. It's funny. You should check it out. I also got hey, you meathead, which is from all in the family. That racist feller always said that to his his. his <laughs> kid's husband and then uh hmm i got put on a happy face which i i don't honestly know remember what show that come from but anyhow there it is <laughs> i also got uh welcome back sproles which is a playoff of welcome back cotter and i was kind of hoping darren sproles would actually come back and play sometime maybe for him and that that would make sense <laughs> Okay, is that is that your whole list there? Well, I got one more. It's the Little Hearse, but it's I don't even remember what show that's <laughs> from either, so it don't make much sense at this point. But. <laughs> okay, so we got two you don't even know the reference for. We got one about white supremacy. About now Pots put on put Pots on a ha- <laughs> put on a happy face. Isn't that from All in the Family's theme song? Am I getting that wrong? Uh, all I can think of is the Three's Company theme song right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's my list. You roll through. Come and knock on our door. Uh, I can't think of it. So, I'm sure it's a reference to something. Didn't Please. need no welfare state. Everybody pulled his way. You remember it. Yeah, keep going until you get the... Yeah, I don't think it's in there. <laughs> you already gave up on that, huh? Okay, well, well, I'll I'll uh, go ahead and do my list, and we can forget that you didn't even know two of your own references. So, first one, trade for Tom Brady, which you can't do anymore because trade deadline. But maybe Tom Brady gets dropped, then you pick up Tom Brady. Then you got yourself a Brady bunch. So... Uh, good times, 
which is the literal name of a show, or if you want to be a little cleverer, winning sure is good times. And then we got happy days, or if you want to be a little clever, winning sure is happy days. Uh, I got the Devontae Adams family. And sure, you could argue that the Adams family was purely in the 60s, never was on in the 70s, and shouldn't be on this list, and you would technically be right. So next up, I've got uh, 43's Company, uh, a nod to Three's Company, and Aaron Sproul's number. Uh, might I'm glad we both referenced Sproul's here. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, might be talk about the state of this team that we <laughs> Darren Sproul's was the inspiration for both of us. Well, it's kind of hard when this fella keeps the exact same roster all year and won't change out a single soul. You got to keep trying to make references to the same <laughs> eight guys over and over and over. Come on, lazy. Uh, so next up, I got hide, hide, hide. A take on that classic phrase, hey, 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 from what's happening. Uh, the Deniston Jr. Moore Show. So you have to trade for DJ Moore, which you can't do anymore. <laughs> and no, that's what DJ stands for in DJ Moore, Dennison Jr. But there you go. Also, that's a play on Mary Tyler Moore show for you dadgum millennials out there. I don't know your references. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, the little hearse is from that episode of Mary Tyler Moore when the clown died. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> There you go, millennials. There we go. We're done. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> or Denison don't, Jr. Moore. Don't, that's a note to you. Don't put acronyms on your uh, notes if you ain't going to read them for another week. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, banana slugs are dynamite. Because this guy loves banana slugs. Won't change the name. Uh, Different strokes for different folks. Chris Hogan's Heroes. You know, that hilarious TV show set in a, a German prisoner war camp. That's solid. You know, that's a good that's a good setting for a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Mash. And also, you should definitely type in Bob Crane into the Wikipedia machine, uh, the main actor in that show, if you, if you want to feel better about your own life. Uh, but also, don't watch Autofocus. <laughs> what? Is that a bad movie he's in? It wasn't too good? Uh, everybody should Google what I said, Bob Crane and Autofocus, unless you, <laughs> if you're at all interested in that reference. I will not go into it on this family podcast. Oh. So. <laughs> okay. So, um. So now that I got those uh, deep cuts in, I'll go to my last suggestion. Uh, and I ain't never seen that uh, Quint Essential 70 show, 70 show, but I do know there's right. a classic character named Hyde, and you got Carlos Hyde. Uh, I can't do all the work for you, man, but that's a dang good start. Well, I feel like your list keeps longer and longer, but you did some good work there, Tut. Well, thank you. And so now, after spending a good 15 minutes giving this guy name suggestions, 
I'm going to spend about 30 seconds telling the birds of war, way to go. You did really <laughs> All right, good moving year. on. You put up 196 <laughs> points. You won the big five big buckaroos. If you remember, Tuck, last week, one of us, being you, said, it's over, lay down, it's done, sell it all. And then me, I said, make a push, you're good to go. And now look at him, he's <laughs> winning. That baby's going to slide right out. Adam Thielen's coming right back, and he's making his push into the playoffs. You wait for it. We'll see on that. All right. I mean, they are they are still four and six. Right. Let us not I think one that. game out of the playoffs. One game out of the playoffs. And you got Domain Master fading fast and – you got uh, that team that we can't name, but we just spent half the day naming. They fading too. <laughs> I think in like the second episode, we said we'd call them the Ski Licious team. We ain't done it since, but I done forgot that. <laughs> A little uh, branded content for our podcast. But is that all you got to say about the Birds War? And uh, it is. It is. Uh, now, have you? Paid any attention to what happened between our Newport Never Nudes and Festive Speech last week? I did not, and I sure hope you tell me. Well, it was a throttling. I kind of likened it to a ventriloquist with his hand in that dummy. But in this case, Newport Never Nudes is that ventriloquist, and Festive Speech is that dummy. It was bad. <laughs> it was a beatdown. Um... You ever hear the story of the prodigious son, that fellow that ran off and took all his daddy's money? Yeah, and he's real good at everything. Right, and so in this story, this fella gets all poor and has to come running back, and they got this celebration they eating. Well, I think if you think of that story, it's like that pig they eating at the end. Ain't nobody wants to get eaten. But then Newport Never Nudes is like the daddy. He gets to cook the pig. <laughs> and the feats is the pig. You cut out. The feats is the you pig. You cut out a little bit on me, but I, I figured it out. You figured it. That's... Yeah, the feats are pretty much the B&B crew right now. They got some Blake Bortles and some Beckham. And besides that, everybody else kind of overrated and stinky. So, yeah. But Newport Never Nudes, you, you, you need a little bit of work. Maybe you lost your cut. He's out. Hurt his leg. Uh, I think they's just running a little too hard in this game, and he ended up falling behind and getting stuck behind the wagon, and they just pulled him for a while. Right. Uh, not to just completely throw away everything you just said and move back a few sentences, but uh, <laughs> have you ever thought about getting into theology there, Thurston? That was pretty deep about the huh? prodigious son. Nope. Nobody no, ever just... talks about the pig, or really even the daddy. <laughs> well, there I am. I'm a thinking man, don't you know? Oh, that's... I might get into psychology yet, studying all that religion. <laughs> all right, well, I'm sorry to sidetrack us in this episode of, hey, we're, we're running all right. All right. We might be on three hours yet. All right, so 
we got a, a pretty respectably played game here. Not too great, but I. It was uh, Vandalay Industries putting up a 141 and losing to 151 pivot. Oh, Tuck, did you see that man in the mask? Did you see him making, stealing, and running away? Did you see who it was? Can you catch him, Tuck? Can you catch him? <laughs> no, no, that, that was LaShawn McCoy. He actually showed up, didn't he? He won this game for pivot. This was a 10-point win. And if LaShawn McCoy sits there like a butt, like he has all year, they going to lose. This was a, kind of a miracle for Pivot, but they made it work. They got it done. I don't think this is the best team in the league, but I tell you what, they coming on strong, and they going to be in it. They going to have a chance. And they got Allen Robinson on their bench as their secret weapon. Ooh. That's, an, that's a mighty nice secret weapon. He can Once he gets to them playoffs, boom. Oh, man, I forgot he had Allen Robinson. Bow. The reason he's secret is because he's sitting on the bench for some reason. I don't know why you got so – you got to start about 15 wide receivers and you still leave the feller on the bench. Confusing. Well, the Vandalay uh, industry, huh? I was just getting ready to say when you started talking about going into that little story about the masked man and he's running and hiding. I was picturing right. Lay Lucha wrestler. <laughs> For a little while, <laughs> one of them kind of masks. I don't know oh, why. No, the only thing just... you said that even related to it was the man in the mask, and you said a bunch of stuff that wasn't like that. But I was still picturing it. All right, <laughs> I'll just leave my take on that alone. Wouldn't want to insult you, Tuck. But <laughs> Vandal Industries, you look over at their team. I see three IR fellers who ain't even in an IR spot. There's two spots you're giving away. You got four fellers that are questionable, and that ain't good. You eating thirsty? Uh, you do? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I got my deer nuggets here. Guys got to eat. Okay, I was just checking. Now, the one good thing I think Vandalay Industries has going for them is that they got Zach Ertz, George Kittle, and Quincy Anunwa. Those are three of the best tight ends in this league. Now, I don't know what that's doing for them. They're kind of fading. But uh, next week, they got a big matchup against a team that we'll have to talk about in a minute. Their name's Beats by Dwight. Uh, I feel like that's a prove-it-or-lose-it game for Vandalay Industries. If they don't step up and win that, they might be done, folks. Yeah, I think I think the end is near, and I think you can tell when – what do we decide IR stands for? Uh, like in episode one of this season. Was it irritated rectum? It was something bad. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, you, you got three irritated rectums on your, on your bench. That's right. Uh, that ain't good. But you got spots designated for folk with irritated rectums, and you don't even put them in there. I'm pretty sure that's not what it was. I don't remember ever saying that on the podcast, but that word. But uh, we can move on from it. it. It ain't good, whatever it is. All right, all right then. If our if uh, our producer w- was uh, top notch, he might be able to edit all that out. But it's probably going to stay in. 
so we're going to go up here and talk about the pit pips that we, we kind of tried to help once already, but here they are. Uh, the pit pips versus the Scranton Stranglers. Now, I think the Scranton Stranglers, I mean, we've talked about them. It's kind of not looking good for them. They in last place still. It's They're kind of like that little feller who gets taken out snipe hunting and don't realize everybody's making fun of him all night and laughing behind his back and trying to steal all his Christmas cookies. That is the Scranton Strangler. You know, I've been snipe hunting four, five, six times, and I still ain't never found none. Well, you got to keep trying, Tuck. They elusive. Well, next time you invite me they, out, like you always do, I'll, I think we're going to catch one. They like Tyreek Cohen. Elusive. <laughs> All right, but the Pit Pip, they did a wondrous piece of team managing. They got that uh, coveted Mitch Trubisky, Anthony Miller stack. That's worked for them, and that ain't never going to fail for them. Them guys is awesome. Um, this team's going to have to get it done. I mean, they've pretty well traded their whole draft picks. Uh, they're going to have to get in here, let it rolling, and get hot at the right time and try to make a push. Or else they might be uh, seeped in misery here for the next five or six years. <laughs> Did you say seeped in misery? Is that the right word? I don't know. You tell me. Well, I reckon it was. I said it once. I was just impressed by you having such a a wide range of vocabulary. I done talked about ventriloquists once and a pig. And a what? A pig. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. <laughs> but then I don't think saying a pig is all that impressive of vocabulary. Well, anyhow, if you're going to insult me after saying I'm so smart, I'm going to, I got one more game to talk about. We actually burning through the matchups. Yeah, let me get you off on a tangent so we can. Well, this was this was the really the easily best played game of the week. Surprising as it was, with who was in it, pop up pop tart coming up with a hundred and eighty six. Now, pop up pop tart changed their name a couple weeks ago. You remember what their first name was? I feel stabby. I feel stabby. And now this week we get this brand new team popping out of nowhere, calling themselves Beats by Dwight. Now, who's this? Uh, I don't know. I, I, you already know the answer, and you're making me feel like a dummy. Well, I done forgot their name, if you could help me. Well, let me check the records. Scrolling, scrolling. Are they the uh, the chickens don't clap? I don't see them there. You no know, I, I think if the chickens don't clap, I think that's them. So think about this, okay? A couple weeks ago, we're talking about awards. We're giving all these shinies out. And we get to chickens don't clap. And I kind of accused them of being lucky, of maybe pulling some strings as a commissioner and saying, hey, boy, <laughs> are you cheating to win? And ever since, think about it, they go into hiding. <laughs> they change that team name. They say, no, no, I ain't chickens don't clap no more. 
and then they come out and they lose a couple games in a row trying to get us off the scent. You can't be trusting the beats by Dwight. I know they put up the big one six seven, but I'm glad they lost. I think they they're kind of on the crooked side, and I'm definitely absolutely rooting against these folks. You know what I read in the, that team owner's text? Uh, he was talking what? to one of his other other uh, league mates. He said yeah. that he had a dream that he changed his team name to Beats by Dwight, and then he won a championship. So he woke up, and he changed his team name to Beats by Dwight, which is a... So he's trying to say he's some sort of prophet now? Is that what I heard you say? It seems that like pushing it. a little too far. It seems like it. It seems like maybe he don't have a life, and he's dreaming about his fantasy football league, and somehow coming up in his dreams with a really cool team name. That's kind of a play on the office, and then the Beats by Dre product. I don't know if you've seen that. LeBron James wears them. I think they're like headphones. Ain't so anyhow, so you're. Okay, so he's dreaming up a name. He's soothsaying his way into prophesying his own team name about Beats by Dwight, and that's the cool name he comes up with. I feel like the two of us have come up with about 411 better ones throughout this year trying to help these other folk out. Right. You want to come up with another list of about 20 names right now? I'm about time for my stories. Okay. All right. We won't do a third list of names this, this week, I <laughs> but guess. Pop, but pop up Pop-Tart here. They put up the 186. Real good week by them. Uh, they kind of needed it. I mean, they was way, way low, but now they're making that push as well. They got this one, big game. They made some real good decisions as to who to start, who to sit, uh, except for Matt Burita. I know he's kind of half broken most weeks, but he did put up some points. But now that Julio is actually scoring some touchdowns for these guys, they look like they could get something done. Um, making a real strong move, and they're way up to 10th place. So way to go, sir. 10th place. Make your move. Hey, you got to start somewhere. And if I'm not mistaken, next week they get them lowly Scranton Stranglers. So if they can take them down, they keep on rising. Or you might say they're moving on up. Now we're talking. That's another 70s reference for a team that can't be named. Deluxe apartment in the sky. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I think the team that can't be named is moving on down. But that's that. I would still accept it. Yeah, that's a discussion that we already had. So we'll move on. So that your is that your last. Well, if anybody wanted my beautiful next-gen stats, you missed it last week. I also lined up the whole playoff uh, picture and how everything's looking. She ain't getting that till next week either. Sorry, it's Teddy's doing. <laughs> so, we we gave him one last week. Not going to give him one this week, but we will Mm-mm. give him another one next week. Right. Okay. You can't overwork me. <laughs> it's stressful. Well, that's a nice little tease for next week. You know, keep them coming back. You know what they say. Oh, they can't stay away. <laughs> Unless, of course, their name's Scoochish and you ain't seen them in 22 years. 
Fails. Call your brother. <laughs> no, that. don't. Go to Arkansas. <laughs> Go to the whatever it was called I said. So we can't Go call the arsenic, arsenic and lake old place. <laughs> you got to show up. He asked for you. A phone call wouldn't do. Life, you lazy about it. You ain't seen him in forever. Go we don't need to be. They only paid us once. All right. Let's move on. So were you walking the streets of uh, Coburg, Arkansas or whatever? Or was he in another town walking the streets? <laughs> don't do Look, I ain't going to disclose my location, okay? I just told you where he told me he's going to be. I think you may have disclosed your location, person. Regardless of all that hooey. I think you might have also man... disclosed that you're the owner of the Arsenic and Old Lace Bed and Breakfast Inn. Uh, well, I will not confirm nor deny. I do have a homestead. Oh, you're doing pretty good on that podcast money. I do okay. Speaking of podcast money, if you're done with. That was a wonderful segue. I appreciate that. So, uh, this week we got a, a great sponsor for our transaction segment. Now. I have no hesitation when I say everybody loves that smooth, sweet feeling of a ball sliding down the lane, going up a hump, and then going into one of a few different holes to accrue a certain amount of points. That's right. This week's sponsor is everybody's favorite game, Ski Ball. The the game that we all love playing at Mr. Gaddy's growing up is now available for you to buy for your own home. For only $500, you can literally purchase Nostalgia. So go get yours today at any retailer or a department store or anything, get stuff like that. So we got our sponsor was Skee-Ball. You ever play cricket, Tuck? What's your opinion on it? Uh... A little bit too foreign of a game for me. And by foreign, I mean, I've never played it. I don't know the rules. All right. <laughs> so your old buddy Tuck's not racist. I was just saying, I don't like it because I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to clear that up. <laughs> I heard you say it's a foreign game. You don't like it, so... <laughs> Well, I said it, and then I was like, oh, that word has two different meanings, <laughs> and it applies to cricket. <laughs> let's let's move on to our transaction segment. So now, now we've got... So the trade, has the trade deadline passed? The trade deadline has passed. Oh, hallelujah. Yep, so this is going to be our last trade part of the transaction segment. Um. Well, first I'm going to do money bags of the week because that's what I got on. <laughs> Thank first I can't find the trades. Right. So I went ahead and um just give this week's money bags of the week award. <laughs> My gosh, Thurston! <laughs> what have I told you? 
<laughs> you do that away from the microphone. Ain't nobody wants to hear that. What do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> Come on with your segment, man. We can't be sitting here all night. All right. Uh, I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, so we got a tie for the Money Backs of the Week award. Uh, as Jarrett Cleaviger spent 10 bucks on Spencer Ware when no one else wanted him. And uh, the friend zone spent sixty bucks on Nick Mullins when everybody wanted him, and those were both from two weeks ago, and they beat the most expensive. Whatever the you guys know what the money bags of the week award is. Uh, so, so the next cl- closest guy for Nick Mullins was the Scranton Stranglers with the fifty dollar bid, uh, followed by a thirty dollar bid by Cleavager. Uh, a twenty-six dollar bid by that guy who changed his name to what is it? Beats by Dwight, right? Uh, ten dollars by the Hug Me Brothers. I assume that's what he changed his name to. Uh, and a real strong zero dollar bid by Pivot. Coming on strong. So, on on, <laughs> on the trading front, well, you know, it's safe to say that things calm down there quite. You know, in the real NFL, things kind of heat up at the trade done. It was kind of the opposite here for this dynasty, this uh, Skywalker Dynasty League. Uh, we only had – we've got two trades in the last two weeks. Uh, the first one was Jalen Richard, Andrew Luck, uh, round thir- uh, two 13-round picks, and that was traded to Jarrett Cleavager's team. And then C.J. Anderson, Tom Brady, a seventh-round pick, a tenth-round pick, that was traded to Festus Feats. Right. Now, Festus Feats, as per their want, <laughs> every single time, they got a guy who's like, ah, I don't like this guy. And they traded him right around almost immediately to the, what is the, the uh, beats by Dwight. So they traded Tom Brady and C.J. Anderson, who they just got, uh, for basically. Uh, help me out. Who who did the the feats get? Uh, Dar- Sam Darnold, and that was it. That was right. And uh, fifth round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So they're so. What happens is when it just seems to make good sense, right? Whenever you're somehow able to trade for the best player in NFL history, you trade him before you, you trade him away just as soon as you pick him up. That's what you do. <laughs> plum, plum ignorant. All the feats. So my two new names for these folks, the Beats by Dwight, I'm now going to refer to as the Prophet, and the Festivus Feats, I'm now going to refer to as Ignorant. <laughs> Flash, glad it's done. Trade deadline has passed. Goodness. I'll tell you what, if those teams merged, they could be the Festivus Feats by Dwight. Or the, or the ignorant Feats. the ignorant prophet. Or the ignorant prophet. So that's kind of worse. Those two, 
if those two teams do merge, there's some ideas. Is that a thing they can do? Merging teams? With these co-commissioners that we got in this league, I, I think anything's possible. We can, oh, my. We, I mean, that team that we cannot name, they've had that name all year, and it's supposed to be sitcom team name only. And what no, I'm not. It? I remember. Change your dang name. We've said it. What in the world are you doing? That's the rest of it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. If they want to merge, merge, I guess. Whatever. If you want to cheat, really. I don't know if you can anymore. The trading's kind of over. (laughs) If you want to merge, so merging's part of trading. I mean, how else you do it? I think the merge deadline's next week. You pick up a whole roster and you just walk it to the other city and you just hand it to them? Well, they meet in the middle and then all the best players from the two teams, they stay and the bad ones go. Well, as long as that place where they meet in the middle is somewhere close to the arsenic and old lace bed and breakfast in, that'd be all right. (laughs) What are the rates for that again? Uh, I, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> Look it up. It's nicer than you'd think. Oh, I, I also, I forgot about this. I'm giving the Festus Feats another award. Uh, the Saddest Team Owner on the Planet Award. Uh, and that's a bonus for being in the trade segment every single week. <laughs> and that well, well done. Sorry, literally boss. every single week. So, yeah. Yeah. Did we have anyone not in that segment at all? Domain Master, I reckon. Domain Master. And they're that still in the talk to I, nobody. I think they're in the what do we say, the Hall of Shame? You know, I was looking up text message records and that guy don't even like have friends. He don't even talk to nobody. Ain't nobody even conversing with the fella. Not even once. Daggum, man. Daggum. All a shame. Mm-mm. Well, that's you built this league for camaraderie, and all you get is hum. Hmm. That classic text message. Hmm. <laughs> Everybody in the league who's ever talked to him. Hmm. He replies with dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, fun times. Also but, known uh, as What? A dot 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 also known as Oh and ellipses? Is that what you're looking well, for? Well that's ignorant. It's called three eyes. Come on. <laughs> it's like the feller with glasses you're making fun of him. What? I have no idea what you're talking about right now. <laughs> right. You, you talking about? Uh, I don't. I, we've said all we got to say for this. Uh, you want to give us some parting words, Thurston? With a rush of cherry flavor, with other natural flavors. Ski ball.
Right.